0: Welcome to Chummin' It Up with Shark and Gif. Alongside of us tonight is Nessin's senior content producer and Boston's own Mike Eman. What's up,
1: Mike? What's going on, guys? I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We appreciate you taking the time. How are things up there in Boston?
1: Not bad, man. Just uh, grinding up here on the work home grind and, you know, trying to deal with COVID just like everybody else. And hoping that we can get through the thing
0: sooner rather than later oh for sure yeah I think that's uh that's the same way that Giff and I feel right now you know just walking through the podcast trying to figure out what sports to cover it's been really good though Mike um I definitely want to talk about what you what you're doing right now uh as you work at Nesson um can you kind of discuss your role what you do there
1: so as a senior content producer in the non-COVID world, I do a lot more shooting as well as editing. Right now, it's, it's almost strictly editing. I'm doing a little bit of shooting. Uh, the one thing I am working on right now where I am out with the camera is the double coverage podcast with the 40 Twins. So we're airing that on Nestle every Wednesday. So I'm going to their house in Foxborough once a week to go film that. Very cool. Um, so that's great. Really, really good guys, uh, Devin and Jason, welcoming me into their halls. Um, wearing a mask the whole time, of course. Um, so that's the one time I've been getting out and actually doing some shooting. But other than that, it's editing for our uh, nightly news show, and After Hours. I'm actually working tonight. Uh, it's like our Boston, New England version of Sports Center. You know, uh, local highlights as well as national, but more local ties, obviously. Um, and like I said, in the non-COVID world, I'd be doing some editing for the show, but, you know, I'd be down at Gillette a lot more often in the locker room, shooting scrum, you know, shooting on cam, uh, on the field, doing the games. Um, but everything's Zoom right now uh, in, in the COVID world, so there's really no need for me to be down there. And they're really only letting uh, certain writers uh, kind of use their media workroom and, and hang around Gillette to do like a quick on cam near the field or something like that.
0: So they strict about the limited capacity? With the writers and columnists? Oh, yeah,
1: very, yeah. yeah. That's very good. Strict. Um, we got a couple people that are down there uh, Doug Kine and Jack Cox are writers for com. They're down there every once in a while. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how often, uh, but it's very, very scarce with, with people down there at, at Gillette media wise.
2: Good to know. With all the different like championships that, that Boston has had over the years, um obviously you got, you know, you know all the Red Sox ones, you got the Celtics one, you got the Bruins one in 2011. Um and obviously, you know, the Patriots. What has been um your you know whether working for the company or not, what has been your favorite um championship um just Boston sports championship in general or, you know, best one to cover, you know, it's up to you. That's
1: tough. So I I I would say you know, my favorite one out of all of them has to be Red Sox in 2004, just with coming back in the ALCS against the Yankees and sweeping the Cardinals. Like, that was unbelievable. You might never see something like that ever again in sports. Really, really special. But I have to say one that I've covered and been around for would have to be this most recent Super Bowl when the Patriots beat the Rams. I was actually in Atlanta. I was in the stadium. I, I was on the field after the game. Uh, just being a kid from Massachusetts, I'm from Taunton, Math. So being so close to um, Foxborough, uh, my dad and I actually had season tickets growing up when I was like eight years old. So to go to those games with my dad when they weren't good, it was the first year Pete Carroll was coached in 1998. They weren't that good. It was the old Foxborough stadium. You know, we grinded it out, and we had season tickets up until the undefeated season. But just to see, you know, the Patriots that young and and to be there for the Brady era and then to be there for Brady's last Super Bowl with the Patriots was so surreal. And to just, you know, when, when I walked on the field, Idiom the Mercedes-Benz Dome I think that's what it's called in, in Atlanta. Yep. it's like a spaceship. Like I, I couldn't. I, I like took my breath away when I walked in there, and especially when I was on the field, confetti falling, and my team just won another Super Bowl. I just made no sense that a kid from Taunton was was on that field covering the Patriots.
0: It's a, it's a dream, Mike. Mike, it's a dream. Yeah. For sure.
1: It, it, it really was. I'm, I'm very very blessed. You know, I thought of my dad. And and how much fun we have at the games, and of course, you know, you know, he's fine, but but you know, he's the reason why I love Boston sports so much, and so that was just special to be
2: at. Follow up question to that, real quick, like, so when you're on the field, and you know, confetti's fallen and you know, the Pats obviously, you know, um, you know, won the Super Bowl, you know, especially early on in the in the in the season, it was okay. Is this the end? Is this the end? And then obviously they turn it on like they always do. But when you're on the field, who do you see that, obviously it's a surreal moment, you're on the field, confetti's falling. like it's obviously a lifelong dream. Who's the person that you see first that makes you think like, oh, this is insane, this is like, this is. it almost feels like a dream, but who's the first person that kind of reinforced the fact of like, this is pretty cool what I get to do right now?
1: Well, so they're very strict when it comes to Super Bowl, so you had, when you walked out there, like, so next, we had, everyone had a certain area on the field, you had to go immediately to, so you didn't have, like, free range to, like, go out and, like, run around, so, like, we had, like, you know, spot 10, or whatever it was, I had to go directly to that spot, which wasn't that far from where you walk onto the field, to set up my light for my camera to do, because we wanted to go live immediately with our analyst, Matt Chatham. Used to play for the Patriots. Yep. and our um, host Jemai Webster. So it was us three. We immediately went to our spot and set up um, and, and went live immediately. So it was very hectic. It was very chaotic. Um, actually, before that, so I watched most of the game in the in the stands. But then you had to go down below where you go on the field. For like for like ten minutes before the end of the game, and I actually saw Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner walk right by me. It was awesome. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, it's wicked so we did cool.
1: To watch the, we, did, we did have to watch the end of the game on a little TV down there. But then, you know, obviously, like I said, we, we went out there and set up. And then we had free range after our um, our live hit. And the first person we saw was Deron Harmon. It's walk and talk. So I'm like the 20-yard line. I'm on, I'm on the field. And I'm walking backwards with my camera, just praying to God I don't fall. And Jemai's doing, like, he's like, I'll do this if we can walk and talk. And Jemai's, like, doing, like, the one-on-one as we're walking. And I'm walking backwards. He was really cool. And then we grabbed Dietrich Wise. We did something with him. Tom Brady's dad was down there. We hopped in his scrum. A lot of the bigger guys went to the podium immediately. Like, I didn't see Brady down there. I didn't see Brock. They went to the podium, like, right away. But we were able to grab some of those other guys, some of those role guys. Brady's dad was pretty cool. He was talking. So.
0: That's great. Yeah, Mike, that, I mean, that's a great experience to be a part of. And I really want to get into the Friars because I know how big of an advocate you are of them. As well as I am, um, you know, just being from the Providence area. If this season plays out, how, how do you feel about those Friars, Providence College, and Ed Cooley?
1: I mean, you know how I feel, Mark. I'm, I'm the biggest Friars fan in the land, but I really do think they're rock solid. You got guys like AJ Reeves and, and David Duke in another year. They're going to be juniors this year, just another year in their belt. Nate Watson. I'm pretty sure he's going to be a senior this year. The guy's an absolute dog. He's just your Big he's banger. He's going to go down. He's going to get your rebounds, blocks. But Noah Horschelick, kid coming in to transfer, he's supposed to be really good. He's got some good length. Yep. And, and you can never just doubt an Ed Cooley-led team. I mean, his program changed when he came to town. He's got the short end of the stick a couple of times when it comes to like a Ricky Leto deal or a couple of these other recruits that just didn't work out for him. Somebody gets hurt. Um, but I think he's got a lot of his guys locked in right now. And I think they're going to be one of the most dominant teams in the big East when it comes to playing balls for offense and defense. And they're fast and they're going to get out and transition and get most shots. So, you know, I'm always high on the Friars, Mark. I can't wait to get some college hoops going again.
0: Yeah. I, I cannot wait. And I mean, just the fact that, you know, Michigan offered Ed Cooley a contract and he said, no, I'm going to stick with the Friars, you know, he, he was born and raised here, you know, from South Providence. And it's just a great story. It comes full circle. You know, he's the guy that they're going to rely on for years to come. So, uh, Giff, if you want to go ahead.
2: Yeah. So obviously, you know, um, like you had mentioned previously in your conversation, you kind of have to say most things now as pre-COVID and, and post-COVID. And obviously in your line of work, um, you know, doing, you know, shooting. Now it's not so much. It's more editing and it's more, you know, work from home and stuff like that. But now that kind of sports has, has obviously been going for a while and you obviously have the Stanley Cup that, that, that just finished and basketball just finishing up with, you know, um, football and, and golf, what for you specifically has been the favorite sport to watch post-COVID and, um, and, and why has it been your favorite sport to watch it?
1: You know, I, I, I think the sport I've been watching the most, besides football, like obviously like fantasy and just watch sit down on Sunday, it's, 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 football is the best. But besides that i've watched a ton of golf man i watched a ton of golf i love Bryson the
2: shambo i like xander shock you are the only person that i've heard of so far that likes that dude the shambo yeah I, everybody doesn't like him i don't get it i okay look i i i will admit that i i am a i am a pro wrestling fan and he is the typical heel character like he 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 wears the hat he's got the socks he, he he doesn't he doesn't mind telling you how good he is, which a lot of people don't like. Um but I I enjoy him because he just he he's a, obviously he's a really good golfer and look, now he's built like a pro wrestler. Are you kidding me? That's all protein shakes, stop it. Um but anyway, um but uh I love him. I, I think he's entertaining as hell and, and I, I love it when the guy gets in front of a microphone.
1: I think golf needs more of that. And I think Brooks Kepp is the same thing. He's chirping at people, guys are getting in it. These little Twitter beefs with golf, like you don't, you never see that. Like I think golf needs that kind of stuff. And and just how fun to Shamble hit the ball. It's like I mean, this guy is like set up for eagle on almost every par five. It's unbelievable.
0: And might, like, might.
1: We, we haven't seen something like that in a
0: while. to that point, Rory McIlroy was talking about. I don't know if you heard, but uh, he was mic'd up and he was talking about local, you know, places for pizza. And he said he ordered Domino's the other night. <laughs> during a tournament and
1: That's a slap in the face to people from the from the Providence area, man.
0: Oh, oh, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like it's good to have guys mic'd up because then you can actually hear what they're going through. You know, you can feel out you know the caddy, you know, their conversations. We need more of that. I feel like we need more of that in sports too in general.
1: Well I mean baseball's doing that a lot too. I mean for a while it was just they had the guys mic'd up in spring training. I'm pretty sure I saw a guy mic'd up in a playoff
0: Yep, yep, he was. Which is pretty cool. Yeah,
1: and, and I think I think baseball needs some of that too because baseball's taking a big hit right now, especially with that younger demographic. Baseball is struggling to get them locked in to watch a full baseball game. It's not like it used to be when we were younger. I mean, baseball was huge. I, I we loved it. I, I don't know if it's because phones now and social media and, and you can't sit still for that long. But I think you're right. Baseball needs to do something to to, to get that younger demographic. Um,
0: Locked in again, but these
1: playoffs are fun right now,
0: yeah, for I mean, sure. I'm a baseball fan, so, so I don't know, yeah, uh, g- gifts not. I'm, I'm a semi uh, baseball guy, I, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I go on the Red Sox trips every year with my dad, so uh, I'm right there with you, Mike. Um, one more question before you know, before you leave here, um, I do want to make a you know, a point that you know, you've been working hard, it's a filming industry. You've been trying to put your name out there and superb job to you. It's very, very hard to do that, but you've been building connections. You've been finding a way to, you know, like I said, put your name out there. So tell, you know, the, the group here and tell, you know, the people listening what you've been working on throughout the pandemic. So
1: before the pandemic, I, I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot more stories. Uh, I did. I had a segment called Vanessing where I would kind of bring, you know, sports and pop culture together um, like I did Gordon Hayward's Barber, I did the um, four Boston clothing brand and a lot of the players wear at Old Man and Poster and a lot of those guys. I did the Boston Got Soul Q event, but I, I really can't do any of that right now because of COVID. I can't really go and, and you know interview somebody or kind of have that freedom. Um, so, you know, I've been working hard with like our segments on the shows and whatnot, but I, I invested a little bit of, uh, with my own camera and just I'm starting to do a little bit of side stuff right now. Um, just for myself. I went around Providence and just shot a ton of landscapes and, and made a little video out of that. I did the same thing in Boston. I actually just went to a local skate park the other night in Boston. I, I shot the skaters, so I'm going to have a pretty cool little mix coming for that. I'm going to have that on my Instagram and my TikTok and hopefully try to get that on YouTube too. But I'm kind of trying to learn this camera. It's more cinematic. It's a cinematic camera, and uh, I'm trying like, m- try to learn that a little bit more. For sure, um, yeah. And I'm going to start doing some music videos and stuff. So just, yeah, just be on, be on the lookout. I'm, I'm definitely trying to expand my horizons when it comes to kind of my own stuff right now. Great, great.
0: And like I said, you know, I'm full on board with you. You know, doing what you're doing, hard work. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, Where can people find you?
1: Me on Instagram, at mk E-M-O-N-D. And then I, I, I'm, I'm going to be starting my little side gig right now. No one really knows it yet, but I, I'm going to be calling it Crispy Content. Ooh. I'm going to be launching that hopefully pretty soon. So um, once I get that launched, I'm going to put that up on my IG so um, I can get some get some followers and get that rolling right now. But I'm still in like the early stages of kind of getting that going.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Mike, we appreciate your time. Keep doing what you're doing, working hard there in essence. And uh, we'll have you on again soon. We appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, man. Guys, I had a blast.
1: I really appreciate you guys having me. Best of luck on the show. Really appreciate it, guys.
0: Thanks, Mike.